Hi, this is Gerds, and welcome to an awesome episode of the Infinite Trust Podcast. Hello, and welcome to the Infinite Trust Podcast. My name is Gerds Hundle, and today I want to share with you someone who is helping people to heal their money stories and money trauma. This guy is just amazing at what he does. He has an amazing energy about him and he's just such a beautiful light. Zachary Dixon is a master business and money coach who's the founder of the Infinite Coaching Program. He's helped over 2,400 business owners achieve success through mastering their money and programming. He became a millionaire in the space without spending a cent on advertising. Hi, Zach. I'm grateful to having the show and thank you for joining us today. Thank you so much for having me. Oh, bless you. I'm just really excited just with our conversation beforehand. And I just love for you to share what your life was like before you became a business and money coach. Ah, Interesting. So I've been doing, I've been in the coaching space for 11 years. So going on 11 years in April. um, And I was where I started. I was pretty young at the time. I was kind of coming out of high school. So I started coaching actually very, very early and I was 18 years old and I actually dropped out of high school because I was associating myself to in school. I didn't feel like I was smart. I couldn't sit in a test. I couldn't, mm-hmm. I would just over be thinking about, I'd be daydreaming. I'd be using my <laughs> imagination. And then I would try so hard to get good results. Like I, I, I laugh with my mom about it to this day, but we, she even tried so hard to get me like, just try to get a good mark on a test. And I just couldn't, I feel like I was trying harder than everyone, but I just couldn't master it. And then I'm like, this isn't for me. I didn't feel smart, which it developed a belief in me that I wasn't smart, which we can talk about later, but that was kind of what drove me to be like, okay, this isn't making me happy. Money's going to make me happy. So I dropped out of high school um, in the last year. I went and worked at a meat factory. Wow. I realized at 4.30 a.m. in the morning, the first day I got there, this was a a massive mistake. Um, (laughs) And then from that place, and then from that, and then from that place, I'm like, I couldn't go back because I worried about what people thought. I couldn't Mm -hmm. go back to school after I quit. No way. So I just had to settle for it for two months. Um, And then after two months, I actually started getting bullied in that uh, role because I didn't really have self-esteem and confidence like I kind of I do at this point because I, I knew why that happens. So I kind of got bullied around. It was my first workplace, really. And then I said, OK, this doesn't work for me. I'm going to work at a supermarket. So I started stacking <laughs> shelves, but I made sure that I did it late mm. at night so no person <laughs> from school could see me. I know we're getting really deep now, but I'm like, this was my trauma. And I had so much mm. trauma around just being myself and I had no idea. And I remember my, I went and fell into a bit of depression and my father gave me tapes at 16 years old, but I didn't listen. I got triggered by them, but he Mm. said, please listen to these tapes. I see you going down this dark road. So I started listening to it and I loved it. And it started talking to me and it started speaking to me. Um, and I just became obsessed with it. And then I said, who is this guy? So I started, it was Tony Robbins. He was kind of like my Mm. gateway into personal development. Um, and I started listening to his stuff and then I asked my cousin, he was a lawyer at the time. I'm like, Hey, can you come to this? Um, can you come to this event? You know, it's a cheap event, you know, it's a UPW event. Um, and I ended up going to Sydney with him and it changed my life. And I realized wow. to myself, I don't, I don't, I, I, what is this guy doing? Cause I've never felt so happy. Like, and just, I know it was kind of a bit of hype, you know, you're saying yes a lot and you're cheering. <laughs> I just never done it. And I was like, this, I'm buying into this, whatever he's selling us, I'm buying into it. And I ended up buying his date with destiny then. And I kind of put it on a, um, a card at the time. I didn't have the money for it because I wasn't getting paid that much. I was a lifeguard. Um, so I ended up being a lifeguard after the supermarket. 
Um, and I was just, and I was trying to do a personal training course at the time as well. Cause I was trying to say, Oh, I'm going to be a personal trainer. Cause you know, I was, I exercised a lot and everything. Mm. And we got back. I ended up doing his date with destiny one. My, my cousin didn't come to that one, but I just said, whatever this guy's doing, whatever this guy's drinking, I don't know <laughs> what he's doing, but I want to do what he was doing. And this guy was like a lot older than me. And he was like, you go, I, I became an NLP trainer. And I'm like, okay, sign up to NLP training. I became a hypnosis trainer. Okay. I'm going to do hip. I just followed everything that he did. I, I, I love looking and modeling people from their upbringing on mm. where they started. And I just modeled that. So I remember I started NLP um, and I signed up to practitioner um, and then I passed that. And then I locked, I signed up for master prac and I, I did an entire year of the three different trainings of NLP, all of them. Oh my gosh. Um, <laughs> like I just went full tilt into it and he did hypnosis in that year. And I was just, uh, I was 19 at the time. So I was wow. very young. So I, and I said to myself, I, I, I realized I'm like, and, and in trainer, there was a marking of like, who can speak the best on stage or marking from becoming a trainer, if you're passed or not. And they were marking like the ducks and the ducks is like in Australia, they say like, that's the top mark out of everyone. If you're a ducks in school, you're the ducks. So they did the ducks in NLP because it's kind mm -hmm. of an Australian thing. And I sat through the test. I got a hundred percent on everything. And I sat through and I got a hundred percent on charisma on everything when I was speaking. And that validated to me. I'm not, I'm not dumb. I'm smart. I'm a genius. And it just changed my whole entire interpretation of myself saying, why am I telling myself I'm dumb? Why don't I tell myself I'm a genius? I wasn't a genius in the maths. I wasn't a genius in those things because I wasn't passionate about it. But I realized when you find something that you love, you know, you, it, your genius comes out. And I think everyone's a genius, truthfully. They, they just mightn't have found it. But then I found that. And then be, being honest with you girls, like I felt my ego was lifted at that time. I'm like, oh my God, I'm so good at what I do. But then after that, for four years, I didn't make any money. Yeah. Four years. I went, I went to a business program, did a business program, didn't work. Um, and I was went through it. And I'm like, I'm an NLP trainer. I'm so good at what I did. I did a thousand hours of log training. Um, when I came out of the NLP training, I'd work with anyone that I could. I would just go up to them. I'd travel 30 minutes to go see him face to face because there wasn't Skype was kind of not the, it was kind of weird yeah. time to do yeah. Zoom calls. Yeah. So, so I, I, and I did that and I just realized to myself, I'm like, I'm not making any money from this. And like we talked before this call, it was just, I mean, this training, it was, um, I realized to myself, what the hell is this? And I realized I had so much self-worth issues around mm -hmm. money. And I couldn't sell to save my life. You could be the greatest coach ever and you could be delusionally saying I'm the best coach ever. But at the end of the day, if you can't sell and you don't have a good relationship with money, you're going to be the greatest coach that has no money and that is broke. Mm. And that was my journey. And I went to kept going back to personal development seminars and I just became obsessed with it. And I feel like mm. they're great. And I'm massive endorser from whatever level of journey you're on. But there was a lot of negatives to that as well, because yeah. I wasn't working on the two areas that I needed to, which was money and self-worth. And those two things correlate with selling. Mm. And it wasn't until I went to a date with destiny seminar years later. And I'm like, oh, this is where I started. And I, I ended up doing the leadership training, which is like his leadership one, which is the more advanced one. And I remember I went to the supermarket before the event started. And, and this was before self-checkout. And I didn't have any money on my card. And I broke down and I'm like, what the hell am I doing? 
I mm. broke down. Lucky my mum sent me a hundred dollars to get through the week so I could buy some rice and you know just get through the just get through the week. But I just said to myself from that moment, I'm I need to stop this because this is a never-ending cup that I'm going to keep drinking from. I need to find a new cup. And I realized sometimes you got to outgrow what you've been doing in order to get to the next level. So what I did was um, I worked on my money stuff. And I said, every, I'm going to learn everything about money, just like I do with personal development, because I'm broke. And I, I learned that if you want to master an area, you want to master your health, get around someone that is better around health and you, you it'll start to rub off. So I just became obsessed. I, I, I read every book around money. I went to a money event in Singapore. I went to, I just obsessed with money and I just went on this journey. Um, and it led me to working for a company. Um, and this company was a coaching company and I worked at this coaching company for 18 months. Uh, and this guy that I work with, this is the law of attraction. We could talk about later. <laughs> this guy was the epitome of having a lot of money. And just a ruthless salesperson. Now, I'm not a massive fan of his sales tactics, to be honest, to this point, but it's what I needed mm. in my life in order to shake me up. And I got around that environment and I worked for him for 18 months where I was working and coaching people for eight to 10 hours a day, five days a week for 18 months. And from there, all I was just doing was building on the side because I was really fascinated with manifestation, learning about metaphysical principles and how to use that to, um, around emotional bank accounts and financial bank accounts and understanding that if I want to raise my money, I've got to raise my worth, my self-worth within myself, my emotional bank account first. And then within 18 months from that, no, shortcut to 18 months, I was so trained and amazing but I still had resistance on going out on my own because, you know, for four and a half years, I was broke. I didn't have any mm. money and I saved up a little bit of money at that company. And I ended up diving for it. I met my, uh, my she was my girlfriend at the time, but she was my, my wife to this day. Um, oh. She really helped me um, in many ways to heal myself around a lot of things. She was a financial planner. That's what you attract oh, wow. the person around <laughs> money, right? Oh, so it was like perfect. And I remember one weekend we're away and she's just like, I just said, I don't, I'm so sick of working for someone else. And she just said, commit to me that you're going to leave. And I said, yes. And I thought we had, at the time we were kind of just really tired and everything. And I thought she'd forget. So I was like, I'll go back to my same old program. I'll just keep working. And then she wrote me the resignation letter. For my, she didn't tell me Monday morning, she was at the door at our apartment. And she's like, Hey, before you go, make sure you hand this in. And I'm like, what is it? And I'm like, I read it. And I'm like, Oh, and she's like, you said, you made the promise. <laughs> so I'm lucky. I'm lucky in that regard that I have an amazing wife that holds oh. me to that standard. Mm -hmm. And I ended up leaving and I was scared. Um, 2000, it was 2017 um, at the time. And I kind of left my job then. Um, I remember I built a millionaire mindset Academy program. It was this new program that I first program I ever built was around manifestation principles because mm. I wasn't, I wasn't a business and money coach at the start. I was a manifestation coach. I was actually mm. a law of attraction coach for 18 months after I left my job. So I had a manifestation program. I was helping people attract their dream relationship. I was helping people build their um, money mindset. I was helping people mm. with all the stuff that I, you know, used in my life and kind of it worked for me and I was just sharing it with others. And that was the most traumatic year. I'm telling you, or ever. And you, here's the thing. I made my whole dream, which was I, if I could make a hundred thousand dollars, I'd be so happy. And I made a hundred thousand dollars from a launch from my millionaire mindset within a three month period. So within Amazing. three months of leaving, I made a hundred thousand. Now this isn't in sales value. This is 
hadding my account. So mm. I was had, and I was like, oh my God, this is amazing. But then I, all of a sudden my money shit came up even worse. Oh. And I'm like, I'm not serving of this. I didn't make money for months. And then were, and then oh. all these worse things happen. I would start losing clients. I would start living in scarcity. I was not a good boyfriend to be around. I was not a good person <laughs> to be around. Then, and then it was the birthing kind of leading up to where I am today. But that was the birthing of the only two times that I felt good in my life in 2017 was when I did a morning routine where I went deep within myself and I did this kind of meditation morning routine and affirmations and I felt amazing after. I felt incredible. But then I'd go back to my poverty scarcity mindset. And then at the end of the day, I felt so at peace in my bed, just meditating and being like, why are the only two times in my day I feel amazingly connected are the morning and night? And then I'm like, this is, uh, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm living in scarcity my whole day and in fear and worry. But then the morning and evening, I'm a f I feel pretty good. So then that was the birthing of, I'm just going to do a morning routine multiple times a day. And then I started doing it every three hours. Now, this isn't like what I, the kind of method that I teach people now around the six times a day where they meditate five, five minutes and there's scientific backing on, I can go over that in a second on why it works. But I was doing like 20 minutes every three hours wow. and I was doing that. And that was the only thing that gave me peace because I realized if we're doing it in the morning and just the evening, that's 16 hours that mm. I am unconscious because 96% of the time we're sleeping awake unconscious. We are living yesterday's program. Mm. So even if I'm positive in the morning, sorry, majority of the day, even if you're driving your car and you're like, oh, I'm. I'm conscious when I'm driving my car. No, you're not. You're unconscious. You're in your head. You're thinking about thoughts. You're thinking about your same old program. What do I need to do? Oh, did I reach out to this client? Did I... You're thinking about that's in your head. That is unconscious. Mm -hmm. And if we don't change those unconscious thinking patterns, nothing changes. And then in 2018, I had my biggest year. And to that, I just kept growing after that. And it was because I, I started doing this inner work and started taking control of my mind fully. And it was the number one thing that came out of that scarcity and all that thing. And it kind of led me down the road of saying, people were saying, how did you grow so fast? When I, the coaches were saying this and I was like, I don't know, I just sold like this. I marketed like this. And then they're like, can you help me? And I'm like, oh, I guess. And then I realized I can charge more being a business coach. I can charge. And I'm like, maybe this is actually a really good route. Then I, then it kind of evaluated to, you know, my wife helped me a lot around money and get my money right investments and everything. And then it kind of put me, how did I get where I am financially? And I said, I'm going to help people with money. I'm going to help people with business. It's not fully my massive passion. Manifestation and money is obviously my biggest passion. Mm -hmm. So I blend in all the inner work that I've done throughout my entire life through my coaching today. And kind of how I differentiate myself that I would say is, you can say I'm a business coach, but I'm like, it, business to me is very easy once you are the person worthy of running the business. Mm. And that's from doing the inner work. So that's kind of my journey. And now I'm kind of like 2023, you know, um, <laughs> I'm just in a really great, happy position. I'm very happy with myself. I'm 30, um, I'm 30 years old right now. Um, and I feel like I'm still just learning this thing, even though I'm like, you know, I've been doing this for over a decade. I feel like I'm still in the, I can't wait for the next 10. So that's kind of where I am, Gerds. That's kind of like a little bit of an um, thing, but um, yeah, I hope that helped people. It's amazing. And congratulations of just realizing this at such a young age. Like Thank you. the fact you knew that like something wasn't right and you were like, I'm going to shift this. I don't know what it is. And then figuring it out and you tested and trialed everything until you got to the point of that realization. Like you said, that 
it's not yes. it's the morning and the evening but it's like actually I've got to do it within my day and it's so interesting with what you were saying about your journey I'm going to go a little bit back like you were saying about how yes. you didn't believe in yourself like I was the same in school like I was like the C student yes. I wasn't like I, I didn't think I was smart but then when I went to study journalism at uni I literally yes. trained my brain I guess like how you trained your brain with money I trained my brain yes. to like I would read the papers every day and I did like placements wherever I could. And like I was in some of the biggest like names, BBC, ITV, Five. Yes. I worked at Canada when I was 22. Like I, it was because I believed in myself. And I think that's the key. Yes. It doesn't matter what grades you get because grades don't define you. It's you who defines yourself. It really doesn't, doesn't. And even with you, it's just like what you've just demonstrated then is you had to believe in yourself to actually put yourself out there and you had commitment. That's why you were fully following through. I just feel like a mark doesn't define you. And I feel like, like I didn't get any marks and I've got to where I am today. And we always, I have like teachers as my aunties and everything. And I don't think they would say anything about this. They're like, no, you need school, but I don't think you do. You just got to find what you're passionate about and look where you are now. Like you've found and, and on your journey, like look what you're doing right now from, from getting C's. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Well, it's like, it's, it, it, it blows my mind. I think when I was like 22 was like the realization. So I'd gone to apply to do a master's in journalism to come to London and I was sat yes. around Oxford and Cambridge students and I was like, whoa, I'm smart. Like that was the first time I realized that I was smart. I was like, damn, yes. like what have I done? But it was because of my commitment, like you said. And like, even when yes. I was in the journalism world, I never did an application form. I used to hunt the editors, I'd find them, I'd get a way in. And like, I did that. Like I was at one of the top news channels at like 23 years old. And it was because I had that unwavering commitment to myself. And, you know, I, I think, I guess I understood the law of attraction back then, but didn't know what it was because I'd go past like a news station and be like one day I'll work there within six months I'd be working there or oh, maybe I'll go and work in Canada for a bit and then a few months later I flew out to Canada and worked for one of the biggest news channels there so like we all so, have so what, you just, what you just demonstrated is you had commit you have absolutely unwavering commitment which is dwarfs any form of mark you could get an A plus and you would still you would still beat the A plus because yes. cause writing down and remembering certain things, what's been already regurgitated to you multiple times or you're learning, that's not success. Success is you living your passion and you being happy every day and you following your commitments. That's what success is. It's not a mark. And what I find interesting with what you're saying is what, and, and I look around now, is anyone that I know that's got like A star like results, they fear change. They just want to follow the model of what's out Very there. True. Whereas anyone who's like a C student or didn't get the marks, we're the ones that are like the rebels and we want to learn more. And we want to, we want to learn outside the system and like, how can we build for ourselves? How can we grow? And I think we kind of have more yes. of a commitment to shifting who we are and what we become. And so what we're saying to people out there is it's, if you get E's, you're going to be massively successful. If you get C's, you're going to be massively successful. <laughs> you can still that have could A's. be very true. We're <laughs> changing that the era. Yeah, like grades don't define you. This is the point we're trying to get at is that even if you get the A's, that's fine. But have the faith in yourself that you can achieve anything because it, it's not about the results. It's about who you are and what are your gifts in this world to share. Yes, very true. Yeah. Very true. I love this. Yeah, this is amazing. Like, <laughs> But again, I just want to share another thing as well. Like, um, yes. so like, you know, again, I, I started about 11 years ago as well. And then I was at like the top of, top of my like career path and everything was going amazing, but I was living off three hours yes. sleep. And then I got a kidney problem. And then suddenly overnight, like my health went down and I had to grieve who I was. And so I was figuring out what was going on and it took like two years and I had an operation. 
But in that moment, again, I had faith and I had belief. Even when the medical system was telling me we need to remove your kidney, I was like, nope, got to save it, got to do this. And I shifted that. Then I had another health problem with it that came along. But again, I was like, I will find a way. And like what you said, I found a medical expert, somebody who could help me. And within seven months, I healed my kidney disease and I've been better ever since. So like, again, it's the power of the mind and having that belief and that faith that you can shift anything. So just like we're talking about money today, you can shift any area of your life if you just try. (laughs) I agree. I agree. Perfectly said. Yeah. Perfectly said. I like it. Yeah. So I want you to, I want to go back a little bit. Like, you know, you went on this journey of where like you are, you're making so much money, but what is it about the universal laws of attraction that helped you to create that? Well, I was always interested in, in, uh, well, I was the kind of person that would be the achiever. So I'd have to go out there and have to learn everything and I would have to, you know, do as many hours as possible in the training thing. And it kind of got to the point where, I was looking at this meditation stuff and hit me. You know, I, I think it was into Bob Proctor at the time. And I kind of looked into his work and he was kind of talking about, you got to train your subconscious mind. And, you know, there's certain laws of the universe that you got to live by. And I'm just like, what the hell is this guy talking about? Like closing your eyes and visualizing. And like, I know visualization, but I'm looking at it from more of an athlete perspective. Like you see the thing and then you just kind of act it out. But then it was kind of very similar. And then I'm like, okay, I'm going to do a meditation. I'm going to do a visualization and actually fully put music on and connect with it. And I went through all this stuff and I'm like, there's something in this. Cause I feel freaking amazing and I feel so connected. And then I started learning about the different laws, but I learned them from two different angles. The first angle I'd learn it from is, okay, you, if you want to create something, there ha- there's two worlds. There's a physical world and a metaphysical world. And this is kind of like what I started learning about when I started getting into the law of attraction. I learned the universal laws, like there's a law of vibration, which is everything in this universe is moving. That means your body is an instrument in the physical world. It's look like a physical solid object. But if we're looking at it from a microscope, it's just energy moving rapidly fast that it's perceived to be solid. It's collapsed down into fixed patterns that we call particles. And now it's collapsed down into a solid thing. So we are actually energy. Everything in this universe is energy. And it's proven on every single scientific slide on the planet. And then I realized, okay, if we are collapsed down into solids, so we're living in this 3D reality that is pretty amazing. Like it's like a virtual reality, but then we've got to understand that what is birthing, what is creating this physical reality? There has to be another world. And the world is happening at the exact same time as this world, but they are opposites. This world that we are living in is a slow vibrational matter reality. Things happen by Newtonian law. Things are collapsed down slower. That's why most people, they're like, how long is it going to take for you to make a million dollars? Oh, I don't know, like probably four years. I have to go out there and reach. People are thinking about a time frame because they're built on this Newtonian world of time. But then there's this other opposite world, which is what we call the metaphysical world, quantum world. And it's an instantaneous reality. It's not a slow vibrational world. That means we have access to it. And what are metaphysics? Well, metaphysics for me, breaking it down really simple for the for the listeners, is let's just say if I open up your brain, we can't open your brain and we see the brain there. That's the physical world that you can see. That's physical. You can touch it. You can feel it. You can do all that. Metaphysical is you experience it, but you can't touch it. Thoughts. Do you have thoughts every single day? course they're metaphysical but can you grab the thought can i grab my thoughts and give them to you i guess through communication maybe but is it a solid object that you can fully grab onto physically no you can't just like a dream 
Dreams are 100% real. When you're in your subconscious dream, I can't be, I'm in the dream. I'm buying into this, this, phys, this reality or whatever I'm in. I've forgotten about my current world that I'm in in that moment. It's metaphysical. Can I open up my eyes and be like, put my dream in a jar and then give it to my wife and say, experience my dream. No, I can't. I can't do that. So it's metaphysical. So we have this ability right now to, um, to close our eyes and actually use these metaphysical things, this metaphysical stuff to close our eyes and imagine that we're in Hawaii, that we've got 10 new clients, that we've got the dream relationship. And if we focus on the feeling of it happening, not seeing, hopefully it's going to happen one day, but really closing our eyes and embodying it. If I close your eyes and think about Hawaii, you're instantaneously feeling like you're there. Your body and mind start buying into this is the physical world reality. I am in Hawaii. Oh my God, it buys into that reality. And the more you keep planting these amazing seeds, what's going to happen is over time, not instantaneously, what's going to start getting attracted into the physical world as scenarios, as evidence, as divine realities, as coincidences is what you're putting your attention on. Because what you think about is what you attract into your life over time. So if you start planting positivity and happiness and feeling like I feel love, like I have my dream relationship right now, and then you open up your eyes and you just honestly hold that energy there in the metaphysical because you experience it, you experience it right now in your body, you experience that reality. And there's only one time in the metaphysical right now, if you're thinking about traumas from the past, guess where you're experiencing them right mm -hmm. now? You're reliving them. You're, if, you're, if you go into the future and you're thinking about, oh my God, this thing's going to happen. You're actually experiencing the thing happening right now because the metaphysical is the experience. It's the emotion. It's the thoughts. So what we've got to do is we've got to start placing, what is that vision of the future that we want? I'm going to start having this in the future and I want to start embodying it right now. And then I'm going to open up my eyes out of that visualization and I'm going to live like it's already happened for that period of time. And over time, there's a thing called the quantum to Newtonian transition point. The quantum to Newtonian transition point usually happens after six to eight weeks where the, the magic that you've been visualizing starts to show up in the physical reality form. Now, for instance, if you wanted to make a million dollars and you've never made it before, you start visualizing you already are a millionaire, et cetera. Within six to eight weeks, you're going to have a million dollars. No, but evidence will start showing up. Things, opportunities, things, things will start aligning with you because that's the law of the universe. The secondary law of the law of vibration is the law of attraction. What you think about has to come. Look at it like as a, as a simple analogy like this. Look at your life that you're seeing right now. You know, your bank account, your relationship, your reality, all those things. That is your previous thinking. That is your previous embodiment. So if you're not liking what you're seeing, if you're not liking the money that's in your account, if you're not liking the relationship, if you're not liking what you're attracting, you're creating it because what you think about comes. So I always say the mirror that you see is your previous thinking. And most people react to the mirror. They'll do a closed eye process with me and body something. Then they'll look at the mirror and say, my life hasn't changed. It's like going to the gym and being like, you've done one workout and you're like, why isn't my body changing? But if you come out of the gym and you do an amazing workout, even though you don't have abs yet, do you know it's coming? Yes or no? Yeah. Do you know your body's coming? Do you know your body's changing even though you've done the workout? Mm. You don't see an instantaneous response from your body, but you know it's coming. The same thing is when you get out of this inner work, you need to know it's coming. Within six to eight weeks, you don't react to that mirror out there. So you buy into your inner world, not your outer world. And over time, Gerds, over time, 
the quantum tinnitonium will happen and then the mirror will start changing. Yeah. That's the magic of the man. That's the magic of the manifestation. So it's really embodying it multiple times a day where we can go into the six times on why the six times are so effective, but it's, it's about understanding. Really last thing I'll say about this. It's about understanding that we're living in a game and there's rules. Mm. If I play Mario Kart, I'm not sure if you've ever played Mario Kart. Oh, but it's yeah. like a, if you play Mario Kart and you, and you go over a banana, what happens to your cart? You you slide. Slide. You instantly <laughs> slide. Your, your cart slides. Now, can I go over the banana and not slide? No. Why? Because it's already pre-programmed into the game. It's mm. programmed in. No matter what happens, there's a programming game that's already been happening in this game that we're playing right now. There are laws, or I say rules, or rules to the game that are pre-programmed. If you play by the rules, you win. If you don't, you lose. If I was driving on the road and I didn't know how to drive, I know how to turn on my car. I know how to live my, drive, like walk around, but I don't know the rules to the road. I'm going to crash. But if I understand the rules to the road, that means I can do things without force. I can do things from power. I can be an attractor, not a person that's trying to, a controller, trying to control everything. I don't need a control. I attract. And when you just be the person that's worthy of receiving, it will naturally happen by you enjoying your life, having fun, being the person that you're wanting to be now. Because at the end of the day, even if you get the money, what's it going to give you if you're still stressed? You're going to be still stressed. But if you can start being, how would I feel if I had the money? Oh my God, I feel connected and amazing. I have fun. I'd, I'd kiss my wife more. I'd, I'd hug my kids more. Whatever. Do that now. Because hmm. the thing out there is not going to change you. The thing in here is going to change you. Yeah. It's interesting what you're saying because like, you know, you were saying about like the whole people, it's kind of basically what you're saying is people want quick fixes, but things take time. And I was talking to someone yes. the other day about this, like we were talking about like how we, when we were at university like and, you know, degrees, I'm like, it took us three years to get where we needed to be. Why are we in a yes. rush to get things quickly? It, it's like a degree. It will take time. We've got to savor it and embrace it. And it will just go that way in the yeah, end. Sure but we're all running now. <laughs> it's just like, why? We're all running and we're all, we're all rabbit chasers because that's what we've been taught through school. You got to go to the next thing. You got to go to the next thing. You got to go to the next thing. And we want instant gratification. We're living in a world that you can pick up your phone and order food instantaneously. It's instant dopamine straight away. It's like the world is getting better for being more lazy. You know, it's yeah. getting better for all these amazing things. There's amazing things with it, but it also comes with the consequence of making us even more lazy. And at some, at some level, if you're like, why? And, and, and it's an entitlement as well. It's like, why aren't I getting results yet? Why not? Because I don't know. I've been doing this 11 years. You've been doing it for six months. Like, I don't know. Like, I think you need to stay longer. Oh, you see what I mean? Like we're so yeah. entitled to get results instantaneously, but that's why I say, don't go for get rich quick, get rich slow. Yeah. You know, you don't need to get rich quick, get rich slow. And when I say slow, it's like five to 10 years of really commitment and you can set yourself up for life. I don't mm. think that's actually long. It really isn't. 10 years of your life is, is nothing in the long run of your 40, well, 60, 70 year life moving forward. It, it's not, totally. it's not. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> so, I'm like, so I'm like, so I'm like, whatever you're seeing, the mirror, change the mirror. Don't react to the mirror. Oh my God. Like if this is not my thinking. Yes, it is. We attract everything through our thinking. You can make yourself sick through your thoughts. You can make yourself get a, you know, yeah. you would have seen it through your work. If you literally heal someone's stuff, their programming will come up and try to make themselves sick. They'll do anything to stay the same. People do not want to change. Yeah. Well, I can I relate with what you're saying because, like, back in 2012, I had yes. a cancer scare and I was sat in the hospital and I heard, I was like, you know, playing the victim. Why me? What have I done to deserve this? Yeah, yeah. As I was waiting and I heard a voice saying, You created this. And I looked around the room and I was like, 
no one's here. Who's that? And I, I thought, oh, that's a bit weird. And then they told me they misdiagnosed me and I ran out of the hospital crying and I heard the word, it's time to heal. And I took that with like a pinch of salt. And the moment I did that, like my whole life shifted. I didn't even know I was going to become a coach like Zach. Like it all happened. Like I ended up having a radio show, podcast, speaking gigs. Uh, I was doing a lot of things like you were saying about the Tony Robbins things. Like I broke boards in my hands. I bro- I walked on glass barefooted. I, I broke arrows in my throat. I just took on what was meant to be. And it all led me up to that moment. And I think yeah. sometimes we think, oh, you know, you know, we feel sorry for ourselves. But actually, what is the solution? Like we always have a solution. And in what you're talking about today is about the mindset. There's always a solution. You just have to shift your mindset and actually trust totally. from within. And it's so powerful. Yeah. yeah. And we and we, have, and we have this ability, this infinite ability right now to create whatever we want. And it's just like mm. most people, literally, if they realize that they had this gift right now, like there's no nothing special about me or you. At the end of the yeah. day, we have all the same faculties. We mm-hmm. have an imagination and no one's more creative than another. So that just yeah. means why aren't you creating every day? And the reason you're not mm-hmm. creating, which leads to the next principle, which is, because your program controls you. Mm. And what I've learned probably in the last three to four years, so like just seeing clients and seeing so many people is how stubborn people's programs are. Mm. I don't look at people like they're like there's humans, but from a coaching perspective, <laughs> they are programs and they are running the 70,000 thoughts that we have every single day. Unconsciously, they're running yesterday's reality today. And I can be, I, I know where you're going to be in the next 12 months by just listening to where you've been in the last six, because we are predictable. And there's a point, 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 one percent of people that will actually change that program. So if you fix the programming, and this is where the six times a day, like I was just meditating because it made me feel good. But I realized if I do a morning routine and I'm getting myself into a connected brain and heart way, and I get beyond my thoughts, I get beyond that program. Within what it does is if I do a process with you, you're going to feel amazing for Mm -hmm. what they've proven is for three hours. Now, whatever you've conditioned your mind to be in, your emotional home to be in, you'll always go back to within three hours. Mm -hmm. So if you're feeling amazing with me right now, within three hours, you're probably going to go back to whatever you've programmed yourself to be. If you're in sadness Mm -hmm. all the time, you'll go back to sad. So what I said was, what if every three hours we could do some form of micro meditation to get ourselves using the law of attraction again and closing our eyes, getting brain and heart connected, you know, becoming the new behavior. And then just saying to yourself, visualizing what you want. If I could do that multiple times a day, every three hours, that's what's going to change your programming. And this is truthfully good. You probably have all these different methods as well, but this is the only method that I can see that actually works on the programming. You know, but we can do closed-eyed work and clear limiting beliefs and all those things. But if I do a solid morning routine and a solid night routine and then four micro meditations, put an alarm on my phone throughout the day, and then every time that goes off, just close your eyes for five minutes. We all have five minutes. And do this, and you do that for six to eight weeks, you will have a different program because we are interrupting and changing the 70,000 thoughts. The only way to change your money, the only change the way to to change your life and your business and get better clients and show up completely differently, overcome self-worth challenges, et cetera. What I've worked out is change your 70,000 thoughts because what's accumulated Mm. in that 70,000 every day is your current blueprint of how you live your life. That's amazing. Yeah. Wow. So interrupt it, slow it down. The more you slow those brainwaves down multiple times a day, we'll get into alpha and theta brainwaves. And then we have more of a look on our programming. And then we say, do you know what? I've been running this behavior for so long. I'm ready to let go of this. Hmm. And because you're in the right brainwave, it'll remove. Because between zero and seven, Gerds, 
we were we didn't have alpha and beta brainwaves. We didn't have mm. an analytical mind. So yeah. what does that mean? If you would become your mother and your father. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You become a sponge. And then, and, and then we become these people from seven to twelve. We learn analytical thinking, and then we become analytical people for the rest of our life. And then, if I say to someone that doesn't believe in themselves, you can make a lot of money, they'll be like, "Yes, <laughs> if I'm going to be able to make a lot of money, that's what their analytical mind is." <sighs> but if I get you into a high frequency state where you're in mm. theta, it suppresses that overthinking center, and then I'll say. You can make a lot of money and guess what they're going to say? I can. Mm. There's no analytical mind there. So the goal is to get into theta to change the programming. And that's why morning and evening theta and then throughout the day, getting yourself into alpha teaches you to regulate yourself. That will massively change anyone's life. Wow. This is amazing. Wow. What is, can you tell us about like your 21 day meditation program and like how that helps people? Yeah. So we were running a, a 21 day, uh, uh, challenge for people. Um, it's kind of like 21 days to kind of get things going for you, but my, uh, but it's more of a, a process on just getting the habit down. You know, I, I worked out even with people paying me super high end money. I would tell them to do the six times a day and they still wouldn't do it. And I'm like, you're paying so much. I don't understand why you wouldn't do this. And I realized people's programs and, and their cells are so mm. against change. Like you were mm. talking before, people do not want to change. Yeah. Even though they're like, their heart wants to, their brain controls their entire life and that's what destroys them. So the 21 days is kind of just a, it's a place where you get a five minute track, which I can send send to you if you want and you can put it underneath it if you want and they can just have it for free. Um, yes, but it's a 21 day thing uh, where they can listen to. And I would just say, start off with doing two a day. And then if you're feeling like you're mastering two five minute ones a day, put it three times a day. But just put it every three hours throughout the day and then get yourself to the place where you're doing it six times a day. Now, the whole goal of where you'll start seeing magic starting to happen in your physical world of what I've seen through my own practices and kind of seen through clients and et cetera, is, is in, if you're doing six meditations a day, mini ones throughout the day, and you do it for six to eight weeks, just six to eight weeks, 60 days. I do 21 days to get going. But if you do it for 60 days, I can promise you Without a shadow of a doubt, your reality will change and what you start manifesting will significantly change. Mm. Wow. That's so, amazing. I'll just, so instead, I'll just put the, I'll send you the recording after this and then you can just put it below and then they can just download it for free or whatever. No big deal. And then, and then they can just test it out and, and, and let me know if it works. Amazing. And can you tell us the, can you tell the listeners where like they can find you? So if they, you know, they hear it, then they want to know more about you and work with you. Where can they find you? Yeah, absolutely. So um, just check out my Instagram, which is Zach Dixon Coaching, Z-A-C-D-I-X-O-N Coaching. I put a, you can just connect with me through there or you can connect with me on Facebook. I'm very active on Facebook and uh, Facebook and Instagram. I'm kind of like a personal guy, like sending you to a website or whatever. I'm kind of like, I'm very personal. So I, I'd rather you just, if you like my stuff, message me, send me a message. I'll always respond um, or just add me on Facebook, Zach Dixon. Nice. What are your five top tips for someone who's kind of struggling to create abundance? Like where can they start? Five tips to create abundance. Okay, great, great question. Um, okay, the first thing that I would do is really simple tips would be, the first one is, is just to create abundance would be go down to the ATM right now 
go get a thousand dollars cash out. And if you don't have that, start with 200, start with 300. We need to get tangibly connected to money. If you want to make money, most people just look at it like numbers on a, on a screen. There's no association, but there's something about holding money in your hand that gives you that I don't know what it is. It's like wearing a nice dress. It's like yeah. wearing a, if you're a woman, it's like wearing a, it's like wearing a nice suit as a man. Like I remember I was talking to my dad about it. I'm like, when you just have a thousand dollars sitting in your pocket, you just feel better. I don't know what it is. <laughs> it has that power because it has so much power. But when you have it around you, it's a healing process too. Mm. I used to, when I first started as a first tip really quickly was I used to have a thousand to 5,000 next to my bed when I woke up, it kind of grew as time went on. That's why I said 5,000. I used to have it when I woke up. So the first thing I saw in the morning was I have money. And I'd say to myself, I got money. Amazing. And then I would do, I wouldn't show people this. This isn't about showing other people. It's not about an ego thing, but it's like, I put it next to my laptop. So I could see it in my peripheral vision. And I'd be like, I got money. I just, I'm just around money. So that would be the first step. Because when you're around it, you normalize yourself to it. A lot of people are like, oh, I'm scared of like getting 5,000. Well, get 5,000 in your hand, get comfortable with it. Because whatever you're around, you you conform to. You become normalized to if you, if you start having $50,000 in your account and you've only had 20 and now you have 50, mm. if you, if you, you're probably, most people are going to want to spend it because it's a thermostat thing. I just want to spend it. But if you can just grab onto it and be like, I'm norm, I'm normalizing myself to 50 K. This feels good. And you mm. naturally climatize yourself to that reality. That nice. would be the first one. The second principle would be, uh, start having a saving plan right now. You know, I, I just feel like most people don't have a saving plan. They're like, I just want to make money. No, start saving. You know, mm -hmm. most people just aren't intelligent with money. So just make a commitment right now. You can automate this online. Choose an amount that you're going to put away every single month. I don't know if you have a job, you're a business owner, whatever. You're paying all these coaches. I don't know. But make sure you pay yourself. Mm -hmm. Most people are so like, I have four coaches, Gerds. I have four coaches and I'm putting all this money to them. And I'm like, great. <laughs> how much are you making and how much do you have? And they're like, oh, I'm spending it. And then they justify it. Or, or soon it's going to get better. But I'm like, no, you got to pay yourself now. Because if you don't learn that habit, yeah. all of, I, I, I'm sorry. It doesn't matter when you have money, you'll spend it. And mm. I've seen this firsthand from people. They make all this money. Oh, Zach, you helped me make all this money. And then a week later, a month later, they're like, I'm like, where's the money? And they're like, oh, I spent it. I don't understand why. So you got to have a, I know it's ridiculous. You're laughing, but it's, it's ridiculous. ridiculous. Yeah. 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 So, so, so that would be number two. Number three would be working on your emotional bank account. We have mm. two bank accounts in life, an emotional bank account, and a financial bank account. Most people chase the financial bank account and they, and they believe, and this is how they live their life. Their finance, um, their emotional bank account follows their financial bank account. Mm. So what, what is that? So what does that look like? There are most, so if your if your money goes up this month, oh my god, I'm worthy, I'm deserving. If your month, if your money goes down, you feel like absolute shit, and then you're thinking, what the hell is wrong with me? But the whole realization is your financial bank account actually follows your emotional bank account. Like I was mentioning before, we need to feel worthy of abundance first before the money comes in. You cannot become wealthy until you are wealthy. How do you work on your emotional bank account? Do affirmations around it. You know, close your eyes and do my six times a day. Feel worthy in those programs. It's a huge, huge part of it. I just think a lot of the times we've got to feel worthy and deserving. You've got to train yourself every day to be worthy. And then over time, money will start showing up. It's just an effortless uh, kind of process. The fourth principle I'd say is uh, le learn about brainwaves. Because this is the this helped me go beyond hypnosis. Went taught me to go beyond NLP. This is probably the most profound thing that's happened in the last three, 
uh, kind of years, which is really learning about, I used to try to force people to change. You got to change. But I'm like, you actually don't need to. You actually just got to get them in the right brainwave. If they're in the right brainwave, it's very easy to move someone and change someone. So I would say, learn about theta brainwaves. So just theta. You don't even need to work about the other one. Just learn about theta and train yourself multiple times a day to go into theta. And the last thing around abundance is do my 300 affirmations a day method. Now, what that looks like is this. Along with the six times, if you want to really enhance yourself uh, as the last principle, choose five money affirmations that you want to uh, embody within yourself. You know, I am worthy of abundance. You know, um, I'm a money magnet. You know, money always attracts to me. I don't know. You can choose your five. Then what you do is you say, you choose your five and then you say in the morning, in the middle of the day and in the evening, after you're doing the little mini five minute one straight after it, do a hundred affirmations. And then after the midway one, do a hundred affirmations. And then after that, do a hundred affirmations. How you do it is I'm worthy of abundance. I am worthy of abundance. I am worthy. And I just count it on my hand. I do 20. Then I do the second one, 20, third one, 20. It doesn't take long. It'll take you two minutes. But once you embody a hundred affirmations, then you do a hundred affirmations midday and then a hundred at night. That's 300 affirmations a day. That's 2,100 a week. That's nearly 10,000 a month. How many people do you know, Gerds, that do 10,000 affirmations in their lifetime, let alone a month. Yeah. Wow. So I'm saying I I do these things because I demand it because I already know most people won't do this, but these are the things that have really helped me completely look at myself from a, from a completely different angle. You got to change your behaviors. You got to change your programs. And once you change your programs, life's easy. Those are my five wow. principles. They're amazing. And I love the first one in particular, like you're right about having money around because like when we were kids obviously we didn't really have a credit card or we didn't have like there were ATM machines but you didn't really use them that often it's all cash right yeah so we used to love it when would somebody give us cash we'd be like oh I love it and you'd hold on to it and you'd feel good about it you're so right whereas now it's everything is like on your card and you don't really see the you can see the numbers but you don't actually physically yes. see it and it doesn't feel totally. the same so that's that that made me think hmm yeah I remember that as a kid like loving it and just like holding on to the money <laughs> I mean, the thing is just get around money. Like, I just don't understand why people, people are trying to sell a thousand dollar program. They don't even know what a thousand dollars feels like. They might see it on a number thing, but anyone could see it on a number thing, feel it. And I'm promising you, I used to get on sales calls where the client couldn't see. And I was asking for a thousand dollars for my program. I was trying to sell in 2017 when I was at the end of 2017, but I'd have it in my hands. I'd be like touching it and feeling it. And I'm like, it's only, and I'm like, it's only a thousand bucks. Like, right. And I was, I was thinking like looking at it, it's only a thousand bucks. It's cheap. Mm, you know yeah. the more you normalize yourself to that the more it changes that is amazing what are you most yeah. grateful for my family they mm. keep me 100 my family my kids i got a uh my my daughter's new she's four four uh Ooh. four weeks old my son's nearly three they bring me the most joy out of anything. And my wife's amazing. Straight away, I'd lose everything tomorrow if I could. Uh, they're everything to me. Oh, congratulations. Oh. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. So so if you say anything, anything that brings me into emotion or gratitude, it's just any time I get to spend with them, any time I think mm. of them, and they they just humble me. because I And also, I met my wife when I didn't have anything, you know, mm. and it's kind of like, she helped me build it, you know, and I, I'm forever wow. grateful for for her for that. So um, that's what I'm most grateful for. Oh, that's beautiful. Um, yeah. What shines your inner light? What shines my inner light? Mm. Interesting question. I like that. Uh, what <laughs> shines my inner light? 
I feel like what shines my inner light is te- is teaching people is teaching people to have more fun in their life and teach people the principles that I've learned throughout my life that have really, really helped me. That straight away brings me light. It brings me, it's, I'm going to do this. I, I'm committed to doing this for however long, you know, I'm alive for, you know, I, mm-hmm. I have learned these principles. I teach these principles and from all the events that I've ran, people just need to have more fun in their life. And if I can be a shining example of just have more fun, like we we're talking about before we we started this, it's like, make our problems more humorous. It's yeah. like, stop living in this thing of, Oh, I'm go- like, I'm going to live forever. Like the universal average is 82 years. That means wow. we have 82 years as a universal average on this planet. I don't know what age people are, but you're, you might be 50% through your movie. So why are you worried about, Oh, I have trauma from this. Heal it. We've all had trauma. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, and I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to, I'm not, I'm not like making it lower than it is, but I'm just like, mm-hmm. stop living. Like you're going to live forever. Cause you're not. And mm-hmm. I realized to myself, if we only have, if the max amount that I can get to is a hundred years, which mm-hmm. is like, if I have a good innings in my life, then I'm like, why am I wasting the dots? And my dots are every single day. Yeah. Stop wasting them. I love it. Thank you so much, Zach, for being on the show. And just trusting yourself and really believing that you could create anything and and you've done it and thank you for just sharing your light with others and helping so many other people shift their money mindset well thank you for having me on the show and i i really appreciate your your insight as well i always learn i always learn from people that i do this with as well and i i just think you've just got a beautiful nature about you and i Mm -hmm. i wish you all the success in the future thank you Wow, what an amazing interview with Zachary. Do check out his 21-day method program. It will be in the show notes below. Just really have a go because I truly believe that all of us have some form of limitation when it comes to money. Whether we grew up with loads of money or not lots of money, there's always some kind of limitation that we've been taught within this world. And it's really about coming back home to your abundance, to your flow, to, to love. Unfortunately, that's the end of the show. Before I leave, I want to leave you with this quote. Live your life as though your every act were to become a universal law. That's a quote by Emmanuel Kent. Don't forget you can follow me on Instagram at IamGerds. Also sign up for my newsletter at GerdsHandle.com where I have an amazing freebie right now called Discover Your Root Cause and it has five steps to help you to heal whatever's holding you back in your life. And check out my Infinite Trust coaching program. It's absolutely amazing. It will help you to transform trauma and learn to trust yourself so you can powerfully move forward in your life. All right, I will speak to you soon. Take care.